0: Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week, we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. So every engagement begins in my world, in this coaching world with sponsor, that is the person who issues the PO, the person who may commission me, which in city government typically is going to be somebody connected with CMO and, or director of HR typically on behalf of client for me, typically a director level person. So sponsor client, I always tell the sponsor. So I always will tell the CMO, for instance this is a confidential thing. So, you know, don't lean on me. Don't quiz me down, you know, to share things. Part of my written agreement is that behavior that is illegal, immoral, unethical, anything that any behavior that comes up that puts the organization at risk. The client knows going in, all bets are off. Confidentiality is out the window. Um, It doesn't happen very often, but I have had instances where certain behavior put the organization at some financial risk. And I told the client, meaning the person I was coaching. And in my world, the best case scenario is you need to go communicate this. You need, they need to be aware that you have made a decision that is putting the organization at some risk. And then I can't think of an exception where that didn't happen. And I usually volunteer, I will be, do you, if you want me in the room, I'll be in the room, but this information absolutely positively needs to be passed on the organization deserves to know, um, those aren't easy conversations, but It does spark the conversation that you and I kind of want to have of having these difficult conversations, a, how do you know when to have them? How do you know if you need to have them and how do you know how much to divulge, especially where you've got matters that, that are trust or confidentiality kind of based things. You and I spend a lot of time talking and no doubt we'll spend more time talking in the future about psychological safety and we all need that and we kind of define that as you won't use it against me but in my world of coaching there are these exceptions to that if i were to find out for instance that some client thankfully this has not happened but if some client were taking liberties with finances and putting the, putting the city at risk of all kinds of nightmares. CMO is going to know about that. Mm -hmm. I can just guarantee it. It's going to happen. The only question for me is who's going to tell it because in my world, if I were to find that out, client tells it, I'm happy to be there and hold your hand while you do it, but you, you've got to fall on the sword on this Mm -hmm. because this is you're jeopardizing way bigger things than just you and your career. Um, so that's kind of my barometer. So I don't know, we can take this anywhere you want to. So how do you think about it?
1: Well, it, it, it is very difficult. This is a big area that is so gray. There's no perfect answer to any certain or all scenarios that could come up around this. It is, it's very difficult. You and I have chatted about very conversations that I've had that are difficult that I have to make a decision on who to tell and when to tell and how to tell it. Um and ultimately what drives my decision is often the relationship I have with the person that I need to tell. Uh it's like you said I have to have trust in them. Um sometimes you you have to tell them something and the if that's the first time you're having to then establish what they do with that information that you've given them, that may give you your answer long-term. Uh, I think if, if, you know, if you let's start, back,
0: let's start right there. So how do you determine number one, should I even have this conversation? Should I tell it?
1: Well, you know, I, I go back, uh, and I, I, I always say this, cause I don't think share my boss would, would mind me sharing. I think, she, if she were here, she'd share the same thing and give me permission. But when we first, you know, we've talked in prior shows about I had turnover at the top. Pretty much all the city manager and all the deputies that I had worked with for most of my career here at the city turned over in about a, seems like it was about a nine-month window. So complete turnover at the top. Uh, for different reasons, um, none of them bad, but... um I remember there was an incident. Um, First, she had to tell me, and then I had to go talk to somebody else in in another department about that issue. So one, she had to trust me, but she's my boss. So it's a little different when you're going down. She does have authority over me. Um, But she didn't have to trust me with what she was going to say. She could have handled it different. But I had always told her, you just need to be straight with me. I I, I need time to process and I will handle it. And I may get... initially, um, you can tell I'm thinking and I get quiet and I will ask a couple questions and sometimes I'll even maybe get a little defensive. It's human nature going, wait a second, hold on. You know, but when she was telling me that information, she said, you told me to be straight with you. So here's what I've heard. And this is what I need you to work on. And I had to go call another department um once i learned of that it did upset me because i thought we had a great relationship i called the other department i said listen this is what i was told i need you have five minutes i need time to talk with you this is important um tried to understand it was about service and i'm huge on service i expect a lot of myself and my staff and the person on the other line goes what it was our police chief i don't think he'd mind sharing either and he goes what are you talking about
0: well i remember you and i going through all this
1: yeah and he goes what are you talking i said Man, I thought we were good, but I want to serve you. How can I serve? How can me and my team serve you and your team better? Because I want to support you. And this was in the midst of COVID and just all kinds of change. And he's like, Lisa, we got a great relationship. And I and and I, he said, Where are you hearing this from? Well, I could have said, Well, city manager said <laughs> it wasn't city manager, yeah, but Cheryl, right, Cheryl right? right? I didn't. I said, Listen, the source doesn't matter. They, I don't have any facts. They just said that something that we really need to work on together. They've given it to me as a goal and I take those seriously and I want to do well by them and us. It's just, I just want to fix whatever's broken. If there is something or if there's just a fracture, you know, if it's just a little sprain, I want to fix that too. And, and we talked for about five minutes and he, and he was so, he's so fun. I just love working. Daniel says, and he's our police chief. He's amazing, but he's like, I'm going over there right now. And I said, no, 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 <laughs> don't yeah. go over there right now. He goes, Lisa, we're fine. Give me five minutes. I'll call you back. So he apparently during that time, he goes and checks with the assistant chief, calls me right back. He said, Lisa, we have no idea where this has come from. Everybody says we've got a great relationship, HR supportive. You've helped us achieve everything that we need, blah, 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 blah. Well, ultimately he said, do I need to go call somebody? Because I'll go over there right now to defend you and kind of your honor. And I said, no, no, no. Let me go back to my source, see if I can get more facts. Maybe there's an issue at hand and I misunderstood. Right. Maybe it's with a person. Maybe it's with me. And I said something to a specific person. Let me go find out a little bit more. But I wanted to work director to director first. Go back to Cheryl. Uh, she gives me, you know, she says, no, you know what? If everything's good, let me go back to my source. Mm-hmm. And she went back and called me back and said, you know what? Big misunderstanding. It, once I understood, they showed me what they were talking about. You know that that it, it sounds like it. That's not really an issue, and I trust you. If if you and Daniel and Daniel's checking with these people, and we're good, then I consider the issue closed. We're good, and my apologies. Um, so, the good news with all of that is she trusted me enough, even with bad news, right, to take care of business. But she's my boss and has authority. Let's talk about the reverse that's the harder part. So what if I need to tell her or somebody else something, I need to tell Steve something and he's the city manager and it's about a department, one of his people, what, you know, whatever you can think about in the, I call it kind of the worst case scenario that you need to divulge something that's really uncomfortable for you. Yeah, but I would rewind
0: it even more peer to peer. I mean, so when you talk to the chief and he's like, where's this coming from? And you withheld that, <clears throat> you didn't tell him the source. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an A because we're defining leadership as a focus on others. So question, how would that have benefited him? Him, him knowing where your source was wouldn't really have served him.
1: Well, he, he was wanting to do like I was, he believes in I'm going to talk to the source, not yeah, of course. talk to everybody around the source and right? I, res-
0: and I, and I respect that, but I respect probably as much or more your, your unwillingness to divulge that I, I get, she's the, she's your boss. And I'm sure that had some factor there, but pull it back at, a, at an even higher level, it doesn't benefit him. If you and it needed-
1: wouldn't have benefited me
0: it wouldn't have benefited anybody it have, no it yes. wouldn't have benefited anybody right. that's the point but for some of us you know in the heat of the moment it might it it might feel good you know it might feel good to point a finger to say well you know i heard it from so and so listen during the course of this podcast those of you that are listening it is happening in your organization dozens of times while you're listening to us talk somebody is pointing a finger at somebody for something That's right. You know, it's just the way it the that doesn't mean you should do that. It doesn't mean it's the way to go. But I I think I think that withholding that information, the question is, for me a lot of times the barometer is is will this be helpful? Will this be helpful to tell the chief who this is? Answer not really. Yeah. Okay, so easy. Yeah. Then don't tell him.
1: That's right, but the but the you know as you look about it, the hard thing is how do you know what to tell somebody and not have it appear as one gossip, not have it appear as you're ratting somebody out or you're you're sharing information you shouldn't or you're starting the rumor mill, et cetera, and all. And I say to that, one, it needs to be factual. It needs to be what you know, what you know, not what you heard necessarily. And to everybody's credit, in that last scenario, Cheryl had received information in front of her that she had received, passed it on to me. And all she, she didn't say who on her source either. She said, This is what I've learned. I just want you to work on this. She didn't say you're failing. She didn't say, right. She did say you need to fix it. And I said, Well, our number one goal this year is building relationships. So I agree with you. If it's broken, I need to fix it. I just want to know where it was broken, you know? And so, um, well, there's
0: high, there's high quality behavior ahead of time. Cheryl's behavior is high quality. Your behavior is high quality. The chief's behavior is high quality. So let's kind of start there. You know, if, if you're not behaving like a good human, okay, well, yes, you can start today and you should, but good luck because people are going to judge you based on the past. And you're just gonna have to build a bridge and get over it. If you're gonna, you know, we did an episode about
1: trust. Yeah, we did
0: an episode about reinventing yourself. Well, if you want to reinvent yourself from from a bad human being to a good human being, hats off, salute you. That absolutely should be the paramount thing that you do in your life. But just know this: yeah, the sins of the past, you're going to be judged by those at least for some period of time. So just run fast to get past those if you can. But it starts there, right? Because Cheryl trusted you enough to know that you were going to work on it. Look at your conversation with the chief. Mm-hmm. Well, that conversation that you had is abnormal in a good way.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it. It is the epitome, in my opinion, of high performance. Because you well, you if that you, got you your back. Well, you owned it you owned it you you went into this assuming that it was true and you wanted to fix it you didn't go into it all defensive and well how can you how could how could you say this how could anybody on your on the force say this after all we've done for y'all blah 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 it could have gone that way
1: that's right
0: but it didn't go that way because you owned it we talked about my metaphorical corner and holding up the mirror And I can't say it enough. I can't stress it enough. It's where high performers are willing to go. And the people that aren't high performers refuse to go there and they refuse to look in the mirror and they refuse to own it. Well, you owned it, even though you didn't understand it, even though it made no sense to you, you were still willing to own it, which I think is big.
1: Yeah. And it's absolutely hard to do. Um, and when we go back to that, you know, we talk about Randy, the the challenge in these converse these difficult conversation it's not just about there's this is not a podcast about performance discussions this is not what we're talking about today what i'm talking about today is when you have to tell somebody something typically about either something going on in the organization something you saw something with a peer that you need to get more information on and most of us do not like doing that, and don't want to be seen as, you know, in in just for lack of better words, a tattletale. I'm going to my boss, tattletale, and I'm throwing somebody under the bus, right?
0: Yeah. And
1: it's a gr- it's just it's just very gray on how to do that well. And before the show, you when we were talking, I said, you know, it's challenging because, um, I'm not one that likes to do that. I just like to own my stuff. You know, what What I need to fix, I try to mentor and counsel others that are coming to me with concerns or issues, but there comes a time when, whether it's, you know, somebody's talking about somebody that, you know, what they're doing, they're talking very negatively about them, throwing them under the bus in an open meeting, things like that are hard, man, of, of, okay, at what point do you tell that person? stop because that's their belief system. They believe that that's happening to them and you might see it differently. But at what point is it damaging the organization to where you need to tell your boss, hey, listen, this is what's going on and how do you know it is a safe environment to do that? Because I'm fortunate. I've got a a great relationship with my boss. We now, I call it, understand each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Our true leadership recipe we've talked about, through curiosity, through knowledge, we have gained understanding, there is trust and there's compassion. And at some point in recent uh, times, you know, I had to go to her with a very difficult discussion and it involved her. You know, it it was something that I needed to clarify for her benefit, really hard to do really hard to do. I'm not going to give any context, but it was just a really difficult conversation. And, well, but and for I had you, to what are,
0: the, what are the barometers? So, I mean, go back to your, your illustration of, okay, so, I mean, for life of a better example, so your culture, a high-performing culture, and somebody is just habitually, I'll call it a we-them kind of a conversation, and just constantly disparaging CMO, what's going on? what are the barometers for you as to whether or not you should even pipe up about it or not?
1: Well, um, you know, let's say that if that's the context, if they're, if, if the context is they're doing something damaging to another group and that, and, and in your example, it, let's say they're, you know, damaging city manager's office and speaking about that openly. Typically I talk to the person first and go, what's up? You know, that right. doesn't look good for you. It doesn't look good for us. Um, I don't know how you think that benefits anything in an open conversation, but it's more damaging. And in those cases, I think it reflects more on the person that's saying the comments than it does anybody else, whether they're true or not, that's not the forum to do it. The second thing is I had knowledge. The good news is uh, with my role in HR people of all levels come to me from the lowest level employee to the highest level city manager, right? I don't interact so much with the mayor and council in my particular role because that the city manager's office does that. So kind of the highest level I interact with is at the city manager's level. But my concern is, is if something like that was happening, then at what point do they need to know to be watchful of it? Not for me to tell them you need to do something about it, but for them to have awareness that they need to watch for that behavior because it that could be damaging. And I don't want that for us as a team. So for me, as I'm, I'm, you know, considering having to bring something to the attention of the city manager's office like that, it would, I would tell you first, I, ha- I have to have trust. I have to, um, and it's scary to do that. I think how many of us start out a conversation like I need to tell you something. Have you ever had that in your marriage? Baby, have a second, I need to tell you something. That is the worst. I'm like, well, now just don't even don't even sugarcoat it at this point. Just spit it out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's but, probably
0: worse to be on the receiving end of that though.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's right. Cause minute, you're not looking at me. Yeah. Right. You know, but but the challenge is trust. You know, if you were to tell me I absolutely don't, I absolutely don't trust my boss. I don't know if you could have a conversation about that, but then I would say, do you trust somebody above them? Um, And the challenge is, gosh, like I said, this is great. Do you overstep? Should you overstep? Should you let it go? You would have to explore your circumstances. And I would say, seek wisdom from somebody you do trust that does that kind of thing well and get advice. Um, In a case where I'd have to tell like Cheryl or Steve, uh, I usually like to not do that in the office if I can avoid it. Um, usually I say, you know, do you have some, can we take a walk? Is there, you know, unless I'm sure that, that it can't be heard. And, and I try to keep it, um, as general as I can, if it's on a specific person. Um, and this was a, this was a case where I had to I'd talk about something challenging that I had observed and witnessed. Um, and I said, listen, I, I you know, this is something I need to tell you. I need, I have to trust that you're not just going to go off the chains uh, and go do something about it immediately, but I want you to have awareness because I know what you are doing and what you're working on as an organization for us. Uh, And this is directly against that goal and effort. Um, And you might want to watch for it from your own eyes. This is what I'm seeing. Um, And I think we have an obligation Um, that shouldn't happen all the time because then you are just throwing people under the bus. But if in your, you have wisdom, you're intuitive and you know that I'm anybody that listens to this knows I'm passionate about this city. I love this city that I work for. I love the people and I love what we stand for. Um, and when something is working against that, that impacts me too, because it's going against what our core values are. And at that point, I feel we have to have a voice and we have to share and then allow that individual to explore it on their own to see if it, whether it matches, whether it's congruent, um, and then they can choose any, you know, they can choose any action um, based on what they find. But I think you have to arm them with information if it's for the good of the organization, kind of like you would... You know, if, if you are a parent raising a child, if it's a family member and another family member is coming to you with something that they just didn't want to tell you, but it's for the good of the family, for the good of that person, ultimately, I I think we have an obligation to say something. And that's the only way I know how to state it, Randy, because it's, I can be saying this in my circumstance and that does not work well for a listener in their circumstance.
0: Well, to be sure, we're talking discernment and we're talking judgment, which is why there's no secret, no formula for this. I guess the closest thing that I could think of would be the way you and I have defined leadership and it's just our viewpoint. I get that there are other viewpoints about leadership, but it's a focus on others and doing for others what they can't do for themselves. And I think too many times we think about, I don't know, you hear words like betrayal, you hear words, you know, phrases like betraying a confidence and whatnot as though the divulging of something is always negative,
1: always has a bad intent
0: and, and it, yeah. And, and that's not, that's just not true. It could be, but it's not necessarily true. Uh, I had an instance that involved some ethical things and encouraged the client to, uh, tell company leadership and took some doing but i did have a position in that i could kind of i could force them into the corner i this the only time that i do it by the way um, but i said you can either you can either tell them with or without me but they're gonna know
1: mm-hmm.
0: because this is putting the company this is putting at the risk. company at, at some significant risk mm-hmm. and they have no awareness of this at all and and we did, we had a meeting and it was, it was very, it was very uncomfortable, but it went as well, as well as you could, you can hope, hope that it would go. Well, during that process, I was very focused on this person. Learn from this, this cannot be repeatable behavior. You know, we're talking unethical, immoral, illegal kinds of kinds of things. And thankfully most of us, those hopefully are not in play. You know, it could be performance thing. It could be like, we've talked here a lot of soft, soft kinds of things. I I was thinking as you were, you were telling that, that story had an instance with, uh, a department head and prior to my, my coming in had been hired by the owner and prior to coming in had had a meeting with the staff. And this was a, this was an underperforming department. Mm-hmm. And I was dispatched, this was early on. I was doing probably more consulting. This was a dozen years or more ago. And I go in and I found out rather quickly because I kind of got close to, to the people on the team. There were five or six of them. Well, before I ever entered their domain, he had warned them. He had threatened them all to not tell me anything. So he had he had circled the wagons And and so now here I am armed with that information. Okay. Well, want to guess how I handle that.
1: I don't have a guess.
0: So I've got these people who've divulged this. So what do I do with that? Well, I I, I'm going to try to help him. So I told him. I didn't write anybody out. I didn't name any names. Fact was they, everyone told me separately, mm-hmm. but I said, I'm, a, I'm aware of the meeting that you had. So I said, you know, so here's how this can go. This can go one of two ways, you know, and he picked away and that's, that's the way we went and, and, and that was that, but I called him on it because it wasn't going to help him to not know, you know, so for me. I, for me, the big barometer is to, and to your point, the great yes, the greater good, but it's not just it's not just the greater good. You know, we're come on, leadership is an individual and a collective thing. Right. It's us as individuals. It's all of our people as individuals, and then it's us. It's all of us in this in this big boat together. Hopefully, you know, trying to to go in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And there absolutely is a greater good, but simultaneously, I think there's an individual, there's an individual good. It's interesting that the point of the conversation so far is behavior based, isn't it?
1: Yes. It's,
0: it's, it's not performance based. It's, it's, it's largely behavior based, which you can't help, but translate into performance by the way.
1: That's right. And it it all depends on the. It all absolutely depends on how you deliver the message uh, and the receiving end of the message, um, how they react. And, you know, we, we, I can't remember if we've, I think, I think we've done a podcast. We can, you can only control your reaction. You can't, you know, you yeah, can't.
0: Your response.
1: Yeah. You can only control your response and, and that's critical here. Um, so you don't, you do have to know your audience. And, when it's for the good of the the city and the good of the department and the good of the person, they may not see it that way. Um, you, you must, whether it's me giving it or me receiving a message from somebody else, and that's happened as well. How I respond is absolutely critical. Cause you just set the stage for whether they're going to tell you something ever again. Right. And, and when I've had it in my leadership over my 26 years, handful of times probably where I've had team members come to me either about another team member or about their leader. How difficult is that? They do not want to tell their boss about their manager, right? And over my years, that takes bravery. Now, if it's every day and they just complain and complain just to complain, that's one thing. But these are not, these are not individuals that are complainers these are people that brought genuine concerns with backup right Uh, over time and i learned very quickly as a young leader uh, and then through the rest of my career that my response to them they are then watching what is she going to do with this not because they expected a response but they expected psychological safety in meeting with me right they they expected respect. And they just honestly, when I asked enough questions and was curious, they want it better for the team and our environment. Every time. Anytime that has come up, it has been for the betterment of the team. And if you discard it, if you don't listen, if you respond poorly, if you throw it off as, okay, but that's just the worst answer you can never give that's just so-and-so being so-and-so you have just. Acknowledged that the behavior, the poor behavior of that person is okay. And you're accepting of it. Worst thing you can do to destroy a team. Cause now you've lost your team. Now they know you're accepting that as okay. So therefore I need to find something different. So you will lose your high performers over that. So whether you're on the receiving end or the giving end, um, plan your message. That's the only thing I would say, do it in a safe environment, do it respectfully, um, and have facts. Do not go into it with a lack of facts or with hearsay, make sure you've observed it for yourself. If you're on the receiving end of it, get facts, have understanding. And what I always put my, I don't know about you, Randy, I have always put myself in the position to, I will observe more. So I don't put them at risk. In other words, I start inserting myself into meetings. If it's a, some, an issue with a manager, I just become more present right? and say, I, you know, I'm interested in what you guys are working on. Uh, I just want to see, you know, how the meetings are rolling. If I can give suggestions, I will find a reason to insert myself more so that when the message is delivered, if it has to be delivered negatively at some point, it's because I observed it, not because somebody told me about it. Right. Yep. Uh, that protects the team, and they see that. And when you guys, when you do something like that, you have established trust for a very long time because they see how you handled it, and they notice your actions. I and, and I will always tell them, you may not know what I've said or what I've done as an outcome, but I've got your best interest at heart, and I will address it. That's all I ever promise because I don't know until I get in there what the facts truly are, right. is and how bad whatever it is is.
0: Well that's you can't, a, you, can't you can't hide and lie your way to high performance and high performance no. culture. Nope. I, I guess for me that's you know that's the big elephant in the room. And too many times we do both. You know, that's we right. hide, we lie, and maybe it's not an overt lie, but we deceive because well, we hold back. And we're not talking about betraying confidences, but when there is some issue afoot, and that issue could be it could be somebody who's in a position of power and authority, and you know maybe we we realize that they're demeaning to their team, but we're not their direct boss. okay, well, what do you do? I mean, I think you said it. You go to them, you know, you try try to help them. but the other thing, and you didn't mean to you didn't mean this for your interaction with the chief to be kind of the epitome, but for me it it really is. it's as good good an example as any. You know, you owned it. You owned it. Lock stock and smoke and barrel. You were you took responsibility for something even though you didn't you didn't have all the facts. You didn't and I didn't agree know.
1: with it necessarily, but right. but I wanted to explore it, that's for sure.
0: Well but that can't be overstated right. because that was your refusal to hide and your refusal to lie to yourself and enough humility and curiosity to find out. Well, is there something to this? Mm-hmm. But again, it started with the fact that you knew you had a boss who was a good human, and she's not just gonna she's not just gonna throw pulls a pin out of a grenade like that and throw it in your lap and and right. leave it, you know. And she probably no, probably to it. She did know how you would respond to it. Yeah. As well, yeah. you only you only well, you get that by hiring it, and you get it by fostering it. So whether you're at the top, whether you're at the middle, whether you're at the bottom, hiding and lying is not the way to go. That'd no, be a parting. And show. as
1: long as you've got, uh, remember, it's it's having another's best interest at heart. I think that's what my focus is always. I've either got the city's best interest at heart. I'm not doing this to promote myself. I'm not doing this to uh, have another person fail. Right. Yeah, it's not envious. It's not, um, not
0: that expensive. Right.
1: Else. Not jealousy. There's nothing. It's truly because I have the best interest of the other party at heart and I want it to be better for the good of the group. And sometimes there's a need to have a difficult discussion around that.
0: Well, it's, it, it's a deep conversation with no real pad answers. Hopefully we provoked you to think a little bit about it. Um, I think your advice was sound. It's probably the best place to end this. Seek the counsel of somebody that that you do trust to bounce it off of them and think it through, process it, and then move forward.
1: The best way to go about it, um, getting the advice of others sometimes provides clarity in your approach.
0: Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com.